The risk of trading futures and options can be substantial. All information, publications, and material used and distributed by Advanced Trading Incorporated shall be construed as solicitation. ATI does not maintain an independent research department as defined in CFTC Regulation 1.71. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, but its accuracy is not guaranteed by Advanced Trading Incorporated. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. Good morning and happy Tuesday, ATI Pro Media Live. We've got a nice show today. Uh, markets are bouncing nicely. Corn, soybeans, wheat, all positive, which is great to see. We've got one commodity making record highs. We'll get into that too. Uh, we had some flash sales and some news out of South America. Really going to keep the show focused on grains unless my co-host has other ideas. You never know what he's going to say. Let's go ahead and bring him in. Tommy Grisafi, well, you know. Oh. We always tell them we have a good show, and I, you know, we could be lying. Have we ever told them we have a bad show? Uh, on my laptop, I'm watching us, watching us. It's interesting to see that there's a delay. Hey, YouTube had some problems this morning, and uh, that's interesting. It's it's wild to see how much we uh, depend on YouTube and technology. And if you don't believe me, just go somewhere without internet and want to text or call. Uh, speaking of internet, remember the AT and T debacle. If you're an AT and T client, go claim your oh, yeah. five dollars. Um, we could do a little story time with Tommy. I had some interesting phone calls yesterday. I had a, a, a young producer who was long 500,000 bushels of corn, and uh, he is coming to realization he really messed up. And he asked me what he could do. And I said, what you're doing to me is equivalent to a 300-pound guy on a gurney having a heart attack, telling the doctor he's going to sign up at, uh, at the, the fitness center. So. You're, right. you're trying to sign up for a fitness membership and the events already happened. So you can't and call us and say, I'm at, I'm having health problems. I want, I want to get in shape anytime fitness. So all we can do, and that sounds like a really jerk thing to say, but it's true. The events already happened. So the good news is the event happened. Um, it, it was a big deal. What happened in March, this was a, uh, I was thinking this was like for my Catholic friends out there and we're in Lent. This was going to confession. Last Friday was a confession session, and you had to confess your sins because anyone who had bushels on deferred pricing, they had to sit down and say, forgive me, grain elevator, for I have sinned. Take my bushels at 380. I'll do better next year. And this was the good news. You ready for the good news, Connor B? Yeah. I said, are you upset? And he said, no, I had a pretty serious tax problem, and me making poor choices took care of that. And that's okay. story time with Tommy G today. That is the definition of a silver lining, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So good good deal. I can't wait. Uh, Commodity Classic, I think you're leaving this evening going down there. I can't wait to hear. Make sure you pull everyone stopping at the booth. You know, are they bullish, bearish? And if they're bullish, I want to know how much corn they still have sitting in the elevator DP. So can't wait to hear that. Let's jump into the show. What we got? What we got, Joe? Points of <laughs> vulnerability, May, June, July, May and July options expiration we had this in yesterday uh remember when i told everyone yesterday that you quit and you were no longer here because <laughs> scooter, scooter braun bought the rights to our show and you taylor swift us and you weren't going to sign the deal but uh uh that's good that your clients actually liked you tell everyone what happened well multiple i had a few calls that were like 
Connor, you're not doing the show anymore? And I'm like, no, I'm still on. I just took Monday off. So I Tommy, Tommy's off. wording, it was like, yeah, I'm done. Well, they tried to fire me, and I jumped back on for Tuesday. They can't keep me off. Yeah. So what I want to warn everyone about, we had it in the show yesterday, was exactly what happened in March. That is set to happen with a May options expiration and a July options expiration. It's really not so much the options as the first notice date comes into the future. We'll just time it with the options. And uh, it's working. I mean, there are some serious speculators who said once we get through March and those basis contracts hit, when the weak hands sell it to the strong hands, they want to back the truck up and own some grain. And it's working. Now, the problem is uh, people we work with, they just own too much grain for multiple years. So there's not uh, I wouldn't tell anyone not to buy calls. I'm just telling you many people own too much grain, so they have too much length. They probably don't need more length. But an outside investor who does not farm just got to buy corn a dollar to a dollar fifty than the most cheaper than what your cost production is. And last year you planted the most expensive crop in the world. So here's what happened. You had a really expensive house and you underinsured it. So you had a five hundred thousand dollar you you originally bought this house for two hundred and fifty thousand. And over time your house went to five hundred thousand and you mentally never changed your thinking. And your house burnt down you called the insurance company and they said you had your house insured for 250. And what we talk about oftentimes is when the prices shoot up, you have to change your mental mindset that you own a more expensive asset. And the farmer, for some reason, thought the crop insurance was going to take care of it. And it did till October 31st. So the farmer's been a big long since October 31st and their house burnt down. It's not funny, but it it is what it is, right? I can't, uh, I can only be responsible for the people we work with and not, not the whole, I cannot take the burden of the whole farming community on my shoulders. Well said. Well, that's what happened. Let's start looking forward. We had a positive day yesterday. I don't know if you have charts ready, Tommy. We want to look at like some March corn, but a good, you know, no turnaround Tuesday so far. We got uh May corn up four, uh, May beans up 13 and wheat up seven. So good positive day. We haven't been able to say that where we had two positive days in a row in 2024. So what are we looking at? Weekly, daily, Tommy? That is a daily. Let me get rid of that line. That's a daily uh, corn. Uh, and that's our bounce right there, right? We could do yeah. that for many more days. First time we'd, people would be you know, probably interested in getting a little sold to be uh, around that 485 level. And boy, if we, if we went back into this level, anything from uh, 490 to we'll 510, would be a uh, serious, uh, no, it could happen. It could happen quick, folks. I'm not uh, uh, I'm not against a rally. I'm not anti-rallying. And this is nice to see today, I have to tell you. What else would you like to see? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's peek at, uh, let's look, pull up uh, soybeans too. This is no beans daily coming off, uh, but they got a long way to go. I mean, how long ago was this that we were $13 beans? When was about the last day we were $13 beans? That was uh, November 30th. Yeah, that wasn't that long ago. So we went from 13 to a 11.30. Can we bounce? Absolutely, we can bounce. I have to tell you, Connor, I got up early, went and worked out. I drove to the health club with my air conditioning on. It is so hot and sticky here. I feel like I'm in Florida. It's going to be 77 today. I, in I, got I got something for you. I was going to pull it up after... Uh, because we're going to talk Brazil weather. Where is that, Joe? Here it is. Pulling it up. This is my forecast for today. And this, I just had to laugh because this is the definition of living in the Midwest. 73 today, 40% chance of snow, 29 at night, right? 24 hour period. We could be in shorts and have our winter jackets on at the same time. So, yep. uh, 
Other thing we had real quick, uh, we did have a flash sale, 120,000, 123,000 metric ton of soybeans, unknown destination. I would have liked to seen. I wonder if that's China or if that's another market, but good to see either way. So um, other thing, Tommy, we talked about one commodity is making all-time highs, right? Not the commodity necessarily our viewers want, but cocoa is, look at that spike in the past, what is that, the past two weeks? Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Could you imagine the pain of being short a call, thinking like, "Hey, we can't go much above four fifty or five and like the few days later, you're seven. I mean, the amount of money being lost there. And uh, you know what I need to do? It's going to take me a little bit of time. We need to see what volatility is on options in cocoa, and I can, uh, uh, I, I could ask our friend PJ if he could do that for us. He could look yeah. it up real quick, or, or you know, our own. I'm, I'm sure we could do it internally. It's just not something I look at. But I love to talk about volatility. That volatility is low in the stock market. Stock market's at all time highs. Volatility is yep. still pretty low in corn. Speaking of volatility in corn, remember a few weeks ago we kept saying corn volatility is extremely low. Whether you want to buy calls or buy puts, it's extremely low. Last Friday, corn volatility hit three-month highs, so it's not uh, as cheap as it used to be. It's, we we I, I feel like all of us at Advanced Trading, we talk about volatility, volatility. And this cocoa chart shows it exactly, where if we're doing the wrong things, we don't like volatility. But I think us, uh, if you're a producer, if we're doing the right things and managing it, volatility can be our friend, Tommy. So as long as we're you know ready for it and be ready to expect it because year in, year out, we can see this corn soybean market move. Yeah, throw you a curveball. Uh, we pretty much have crop insurance set. Is that correct? Yep, I'd say so. Do you remember those prices? Why am I thinking? Uh... Last last week, I had it at four. I haven't added it. I had it at 468. Let's take... You know, you back of the pencil off, math. Yeah. Take a few pennies off. Let's call it a four sixty six, four sixty seven on corn, soybeans. What was soybeans, Tommy? Was it eleven forty? Eleven forty sounds right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a touch higher than that. Let's go with eleven fifty beans. I know that's too high, and we'll go with four sixty five yep. corn. Yep. Uh, to be generous, but within you know two cents here, there's not going to matter. So we still have that gap to cover. That gap between uh, I have crop insurance. Today, after the call for y'all watching, today would be a great day to call your crop insurance agent and say, uh, here's what coverage I'm thinking. What's that look like? What happens if I have a good crop? What happens if I have a bad crop? Yep. Um, there is a chance we could have a serious weather market here with uh, the shorts the way they are, the weather the way it is, the world the way it is. But I don't know that a rally would last uh, long. I don't see a, a multi-year deal changer because we just have too much corn to grind through. Uh, let's do uh infomercial. Where are we going to be this week, Joe? We're going to be at Commodity Classic. We're going to be at booth 4202. I'll be speaking Thursday in room 230, and then we'll be at booth 4202. I'm going to broadcast live uh, Thursday and Friday from the booth. Stop by. Love to see you. I've met some great friends down there. It's a, a really classy event. It's expensive for us all to go down there, and uh, it's it's by far the number one uh, ag commodity event. Uh, that I, I like. I've never been to Houston. I'm interested to see what that is. Speaking of Houston, the weather, the high tomorrow is only going to be 57. So a <laughs> wide, uh, wide range of uh, weather should, there. Should have had Commodity Classic in Central Illinois. What were they thinking? Yeah. Speaking of weather, when we do go ATI Pro Media Premium, every Tuesday special is going to be a weather special. So after work, uh, uh, after we film this, we usually do our premium content. Yesterday's premium content Brady Huck did a really great job of uh, breaking down the uh, cattle markets. And I think today Brady had mentioned that you and him might sit down and dissect 
that chart that Mark sent yesterday and really dissect, hey, what's it like to uh, uh, have a, uh, like the way it was said to me or the way I looked on the internet was, wow, that's pretty awesome to have a March call that expired worthless. I'm really interested to see where your sale was, right? And so you pair up that loss of that call with that great sale. It's a lot better than selling the grain at the dead low and then flipping and buying a call there. Absolutely. Uh, but we're still working with people. There's still such a need for education. I was on Chip Flory's show Friday. I said, Chip, I'm embarrassed to tell you this, but I think farmer marketing, we've taken some giant steps back. He said, well, why do you think that? And I said, because they made some horrible mistakes. Decisions you make during good times, will very, bad decisions you make during good times will very much affect you during bad times. And those decisions are now coming through. But the, the one thing they're forgetting is the cost of money is three times higher than it was a few years ago. And that's the one that's really stinging quietly. So what else do we have, my friend? You have some South American maps, I see. Let's fly through them. We're going a little bit long. But uh, Cesar Cruz, head of research, talk about a valuable guy when we look at South America. He put these together. But looking, let's look at soybean harvest, right? And so that's the big talk. And then the safrina corn crop. So soy, soybean harvest is progressing nicely. They're at 38% harvested in Brazil last week. They were 29 and last year they were 34. So a little bit above average pace. They're progressing nightly. Mato Grosso, 70% harvested as we look at that. So that's moving forward nicely. They've had the weather to be able to really go in and get after it. And so the same thing, looking at that second corn planting progress, um, overall 60% harvested, uh, much, uh, Big jump over last week and last year. We're uh, seeing great progress. Mato Grosso, again, right? That's the Midwest of Brazil. That's where we're going to see a ton of uh, corn. That's where we're going to see most of the corn acres come from. They're 78% harvested. So um, they've had the opportunity. The weather's been good. They've had it planted well. So now, right, um, every, conditions have been good going in, but we've got a long way to go before we see that crop made. And especially, you know, if our July is probably going to be their April, Tommy, just looking where they really need the rains and where they're going to come from. And just looking at the next 14-day forecast, right, they're a little dry in Mato Grosso, a little uh, below average on rainfall. So not necessarily, you know, when we think below av average rainfall and planting, not a necessarily a bad thing. We like to be able to get the crop in, but it'll be interesting to see if the trade starts reacting if we see that continued forecast look dry. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, pretty interesting. You know, yesterday we cut a YouTube short, Joe did. And it's funny to see how those YouTube shorts react. But what I said in the YouTube short was that the the Ukraine war really distorted the prices of grain. And that little YouTube clip had over 4,000 views. I found that interesting. But uh, awesome. there's key words that, you know, people are listening to. And drought would be one of those key words, right? If we, if we is. made a thumbnail that was, you know, big drought in 2024, oh, we'd have so many views. But it, if we said prices were going to collapse in 2024, I don't know that people would watch the show. So we'll keep telling the truth. I got my hand on the uh, close trigger. Before we go, any comments, questions, anything else? You told me we had nothing to talk about. And we had a plenty to talk about. Oh, how do people get we a hold of do. us? Let's see if you could say the number right after a day, day off. 855-737-FARM. Give us a call. Shoot us an email if you've got any questions or anything you want us to talk about. Anything like that, make sure to say hi to Tommy Grasafi, uh, Brady Huck at Commodity Classic. I think we got a few other ATF. Tony Dunker, going. Dave Fogo, Cat Sullivan. Yeah. Uh, we got we got the A lineup going down there. Ton of ton of great people. So make sure to say hi. And uh with that, we'll see you Wednesday, Tommy. See you, bud.
Thanks for joining us. We're here every day, 9 a.m. Central. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time.